Welcome to the Riot Podcast, where we have practical discussions on how to share your faith, see the news from God's eyes, and answer some of faith's hardest questions. Welcome to the Riot Podcast. This is Bob Shoneman alongside Mac. Daddy Pete Robertson, how you doing tonight, Pete? I am. This is like one of the best shows ever. This is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. We have the greatest guests we have ever had on this show. I'm telling you, it's going to be so, one I mean, of the best shows yeah. ever. Unbelievable. Yeah. We have absolutely my best friend in the entire world. My favorite person in the entire world is on the show tonight. Who? Not you. Oh. I mean, you're up there, yeah. but you're not number no, one. Who? My beautiful wife, Crystal. Yeah. Welcome to the Ryan Podcast. Oh my God. Now she's been here before, Pete. Yeah. It was about a hundred episodes ago. Yeah. But she was here. That was an amazing show. Probably the best one we ever did. Yeah, probably. So we had to have her back. <laughs> and not only that, but I'm gonna let you introduce our other guest tonight. Yeah, my uh my my smoking hot wife. She's here, Mrs. Bow, Christine, bow, bow, bow. the producer herself. I'm doing a selfie right now. That's so weird. <laughs> hey, everybody. Very talented. We are so blessed. You know, we 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 need to do this more often and get our wives on. You know, we do these shows, but man, it's just such a blessing to have, have them on. I'm looking forward to just shooting the breeze, really. That's kind of the show, right? It's going to be fun. We don't have a title yet. But what I was just going to ask you what the title yeah. is, because I knew our working title has changed. Yeah. Let's not let one of the ladies just make it up. Yeah, we'll figure it Give out. Give us a title. Yeah. I don't think we've decided yet. Oh, man. So you put them on the spot. <laughs> it's going to happen. But we're going to put them on the spot a lot tonight, I think. Yeah. We're going to have a good time. As it goes, as the show goes, we'll might we'll figure out a title. We'll see. Yeah, that'll work. It'll, it'll work. Yeah. So, but by the time they listen to the show, there will there will already be a title. Yeah. So that's kind of weird, right? It's right. like it prophetic. Is. Yeah. No. No. No, it's like the opposite of that. Yeah, you know what anyway. this, you know what made this fun too is we got to come, we did dinner already, so we yeah. had to hang out for dinner. Did you notice I said good night or instead of like yeah. good morning or yeah. good at whatever we yeah. usually say, I yeah, good evening. Yeah. That's weird. It is weird. And then our lighting's different at night. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. those of you that are watching us on YouTube, which yeah. should be many of you, yeah. make sure you click the like, the subscribe button, mm -hmm. click the bell. So you're notified every time a new episode comes up, mm -hmm. you do not want to miss and here's, that. Here's the other thing is anybody that's out there that wants to meet our wives in person, they can, if they go to the to footsteps of Moses tour next June. When, when is that again? Next June. June of 2024. That's it. So you can't just say next June. No, that's true. Somebody could be listening to this in the year 2076. That's true. So in 2024 June, 27 Footsteps of Moses tour. <laughs> I won't be around to hear it, but it would be so funny. Is whatever that social media is at that time, they find this archive and it's 2076, and somebody pulls this show up. Well, people do that like yeah. with the Back to the Future movie. Yeah. Like, oh, this is the year they were talking yeah. about. Oh my goodness! Speaking of Back to the Future, we've been talking way too much. It's no, almost time for the girls. I know, but thinking about this future, should we not have flying cars by now? Yes, we do have hoverboards, but they don't fly either. Yeah, because it wasn't it like 2020 or something that they yes. used or something like that. I'm so disappointed. I thought it was 2023. Was it? I something yeah, like I don't that. know. We haven't caught up to the future yet. Then I think we have. But I they, think it was 2020. We need to go back. <laughs> we yeah, got to go back in time. <laughs> what is that right? Right. You know what? It's hard to get a DeLorean though. You don't see many of them around anymore. No. There's so a club that, here. That could be the problem. There is a club here. There's We've seen like here. six or seven of them over at oh. the movie theaters. Well, then we can still time travel. Yeah. How about that? Oh, I was just talking about time travel. You were? With who? So I was talking with your to alien you, friends? No, friends of ours that were just in town. And they were talking about solar and how everybody's going to have to have electric cars in California, and I think 2030. And they're like, man, how are they going to support the grid? And how's that all going to? And I says, you know what we really need to do is have a flux capacitor. Yes. So because if we just invented a engine that can take our trash... Boom, 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 boom. Send it back in time. Dude, not only that, but it would give us fuel. I mean, we all have trash. Let's just put it in the flux capacitor and it works. Brilliant. It is. It's brilliant. Great Scott. Great Scott. That's it. <laughs> that, that's awesome. That's what I was trying to think of. Oh, that's so good. All right, let's have fun. That's so good. What are we doing? Oh, well, let's pray. We have to pray. Yeah. Who's going to pray? One, of the, one of the ladies will probably pray. Yeah. One of the ladies will pray. Like, Tat, you're <laughs> Putting him on. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. That's fine. Put him on the spot. We don't want to do that. We want. To, we're going to put him on the spot enough tonight. Yeah. I think. But it's going to be he fun. So really, the show is really going to be about getting to know our spouses. Yeah. And getting to know us a little bit better sure. too. So I think through these 
uh, this we, discussion. We have no idea how this show is going we to go. Don't. We have yeah, no- that was the disclaimer. <laughs> we have no idea. You ahead of time. Oh, the show is going to go. <laughs> no right. clue. I mean, there's no rhyme and reason. There is no rhyme or reason. We have fine. We just we do. We, we, watch, actually, yeah. we want our listeners to yeah. know us better and, yeah, and know our beautiful wives better. That's, That's our it. rhyme and rhyme and reason. Sure. And I'll share that in the opening statement yeah. a little bit. But before that, let's pray. Lord, um, we don't know where we're going, so we're asking you, as we always do, to guide and direct the show, Lord. Uh, may everything we do and say bring you glory. Father, we pray that uh, our listeners, uh, just the, through our interaction tonight, will be drawn closer to you and, and seek you out even more. You are a good, good Father, and we love you. We, oh, we, just, uh, we just give you this show now. Be with our listeners. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Joy. Amen. What? Yeah. Is that, that, was that wasn't the first question. The first question was not, what is oh. your favorite candy bar? What is it? I don't know. You want me to read the opening statement? Or you can make it up. You just wing it. Yeah. No, no, I'm going to read it because that's kind of like tradition for me. Okay. And then that'll put me in my comfort zone. That will give us a flow. And that'll get us in right into the first question. Ladies, get ready because here they come. All right, here we go. All right. Today, as you already have heard, we have our wives with us. Uh, this is so cool. I love it. And we thought it would be fun to answer questions that help each other. Help us get to know each other even But we know each other better. pretty well, but it may yeah, be but our might... listeners don't. Yeah, this might be something different. All okay, right, let's go. well, whatever. All right. There are so many questions that Christian married couples can ask themselves, either based on their past life or present life experiences. Yeah. We suggest that you listen to the show with your partner. Yeah, I like that part. That'll be fun. Yeah. And maybe even pause the show. I love this part. Hit pause. And as we ask a question, ask each other that same question and then come back. But don't forget to turn the show back on. Yeah. Don't miss that part. Yeah. Okay. So this will help give us more clues to what our partners like and dislikes are. Yeah. Do you know what you know what Christine's likes and dislikes are? Sometimes. Well, we're gonna find out. Don't answer that. But I sometimes don't because she's a woman and it changes. Wait, whoa, often. whoa, whoa! Easy, <laughs> easy. Don't get in too much hot water. It's just it depends on the mood. Okay. I could say that with truth. Yep. Right. All right. Well, let's have fun with this. Let's laugh a lot. Um, have a good time. Don't take anything personally. And uh, don't take anything personally. I'm talking to myself. So <laughs> I'm like, well, this could go sideways. Honey, I still love you no matter what I say. All right, first question. All right. I thought this was interesting. All right. When you wake up in the morning, what is the first thing that comes in your mind? Keep it clean, Pete. No, I'm not going to do it. Christine, you answer. The girl's going to answer. It depends upon the morning. All right. It, it would be. What is that smell? <laughs> oh boy, here we go. I knew this wouldn't take long. <laughs> it's from the sweat. Or it's oh Lord, thank you for another day. No, I mean we we sweat. No, this woman right here is going through that uh, life change. But she said it and I didn't and, say it. Uh, okay. Okay, now that makes more sense. It just turns on at night. Yeah. Yeah. You're hot well, sleepers. Well, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was funny. So yeah, what's that smell? Basically, he's telling me I stink. Man, no, I ever say, ever say that ever? <laughs> I don't. No, he doesn't. No, but that's what. So that's what you smell. What's the first thing you think of? Yeah. What's the first thing that comes to mind in the that's morning? And I, I know it. And I know it depends. But all right, right. Crystal, you're up. Crystal, what do you got? Well, I am always like sleep a little longer. <laughs> I'm really comfy in my bed. I like to sleep. So <laughs> that's what I could think of as my first thought is like, oh, how much longer do I have to stay in this nice comfy Do I really have to get up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mine mine is um I like to like Christine said, it's it's different. I mean, it just depends on the morning. Some mornings I'll wake up like with a song in my head. Like if and it's usually like if I was singing a song or heard a song on the radio the night before. And sometimes I'll wake up with that song. But those are good days. When I wake up like that, those are usually good days. Um, more challenging days are days when I wake up and I'm like, okay, what are the hundred things that I need to do today? Mm. And, you know, I have like a checklist starts running through my mind. Like, oh, don't forget this. Don't forget that. And uh, so that's that's kind of where I'm at. What about you, Pete? Um, if I have to go to the bathroom, I got to go to the bathroom. That's the first thing that's on my mind. But most of the time it would be, I just say, good morning, Jesus. You know, just uh, just love you, praise you, thank you for another day, and then I just I'll sit there usually a few minutes and just pray, um, and then um, by if I'm up by the time that 
the alarm goes off. So our alarm, when it goes off, it's usually with worship music. So we'll be, I'll just be singing the worship music or whatever the song that's on. That's usually my morning. Um, I would think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Probably my morning. I mean, first thing, it's like, it's just a little sliver of time. Yep. So yeah, it's kind of cool. Just, yep. but we were talking earlier in kind of, as we were getting prepared for this show yeah. and it, and this isn't one of our questions. So I'm making one up already. All right, good. Where do you do your best thinking at? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I know the answer for mine. What would you say? Is Chris? it the same as Thomas Jefferson? No, nope. no. Nope. Okay, good. <laughs> what would you say, Chris? In a quiet Crystal. spot, yeah. wherever it is. I don't know if I have an answer for this. Yeah. Sometimes it's, I think for me, it's more in the shower. Yeah. Where it's quiet. Yeah. And I can let the water hit my head and just listen to the sounds. Yeah, the question's coming from because we heard somewhere, at least I did, I don't think Bob did, but I heard somewhere that some of the constitution came when Thomas Jefferson was sitting on the pot. So he did his he did part of his constitution well, thinking right as yeah. he was uh, and you know how I know that's fake news? Why? Because Thomas Jefferson didn't write the constitution. He wrote the Declaration well, of Independence. Been, oh, Dex, you know, that's true. <laughs> Don't that's true. That's true. Bob on his uh, history <laughs> historic. I we I would be I in the bathtub. I don't know. I have major history with that. We when we were going through a lot of issues in our life, all of that. I would I would find myself in the bathtub with my worship music on, and I would just be alone with Jesus. And so that would have been one. And then um, the beach, um, sitting yeah. in the sand. Closing my eyes, listening to the waves, and just it's almost like a reset. So whenever I need a reset, I'm down at the beach. Kinda kinda doing that. That's good. Yeah. I like both of those. Yeah. A nice bubble bath. Yeah. It helps. That's yeah. Helps. All right, that was good, Bob. Great question. <laughs> How you about that? One? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, this one's this was actually one of the ones that you wrote down. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna use this. Which one? We'll get a little biblical here. We are the righteous invasion of truth, yeah. right? Yeah. What is your favorite? And Pete, you go first this time. All right. What is your favorite chapter of the Bible? Oh, and uh that gets highly well, excited about yeah, well, that's oh, how you wrote it. But I'm just gonna put it this way. What is your favorite chapter of the Bible and why? Um, I don't have one. Fair enough. All yeah. right. So, I mean, to, to give it context, um, when, I don't know. I don't have that's one. A, that's all right. Yeah, I have, I mean, I have many. I don't have one. I have books, chapters, verses. I mean, it just depends. I mean, I, I was just going through Romans 16 the other day, and all it is is 26 names that Paul writes to greet. And that just rocked my world. I, I was just going through Romans as well. That's funny. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't have one. That's all right. But some people do. Christine, some, do you have one? Some people like go to like Psalm 71 or something to yeah. uh, help them in whatever they're going through. I have one, but I'll save it for last. Yeah. Christine, what's yours? So he said Psalm 71 because I brought that up earlier, but the book of Psalms. It might is, be because I know you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that too. Um. The book of Psalms would be my favorite book because uh, we all go through those trials and tribulations and just the first portion of Psalms with David, I should say David Psalms the most, um, because it's like, I could relate to that. Some of the, some of those things that he says and that he proclaims in the songs, it's like, Lord, I needed that statement. I needed that promise that you gave David right now in my life. But one of my favorites is Psalm 63, and it's titled Joy in the Fellowship of God. And it's um, just the different things in there. Oh, God, you are my God. Early I will seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My, long, my flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land. I'm echoing in my ear. There is no water, so I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory because your loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands to your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. And when I remember you on my bed, I meditate you on you in 
night watches because you have been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice. My soul follows close behind you. You are my, excuse me, your right hand upholds me. But those who seek my life to destroy it shall go into the lower parts. Sorry, I'll end there. My soul follows you and your right hand upholds me. So when we were going through part of our life that was what the lord gave me and those he's always there to uphold you during those struggles during the trials that, and situations that's psalm 71 yeah 63 no, 63 oh, 63 yeah so how many times have you read a psalm and at the very end of it said wow lots it happens yes, all the time all the time and there's a reason why at the end of the psalm it says selah yeah and that selah is meditate on this think about it, you know and there's a reason why it has selah at the end of it so yeah psalms are that kind of that crystal that's a good one um i would say my favorite book of the bible is ephesians um mainly because it has my favorite verse ephesians three twenty. now all glory to god who through his mighty power at work within us is able to do infinitely able to accomplish infinitely infinitely more than we can ever ask or think mm. And I just, I found that a few years back and it just, I kind of latched onto it because, you know, our God is so big and he can do great things. Like we can't even think of all the great things he could do. And so just kind of, it reminds me to keep my, you know, my boundaries open, if you will, or, you know, like not try to limit what I think can happen because he can do whatever he wants to do. Mm. And so that's what I really like about it. Mm. That's that was awesome. Cool. Yeah, Crystal's done a really good job with with her bowling friends and stuff, and and kind of sharing that verse. Mm. It's been it's been really cool to kind of see them kind of grasp onto that too. Mm. He puts it on the back of her collar on all of her bowling jerseys. Mm. It's got Ephesians three twenty back there. It's just really cool. I'm very proud of you, honey, and, Aww, and the influence that you've had on so many of the the women that you get to bowl with. And it's it's pretty. Cool. Yeah, everybody knows that Bob's a bowler, but his wife's just she's as better. Yeah, bowler she's too. better than me. Yeah. So that's how we met. So. That is how we met. Yeah. That's right. Um, you know, you were uh, Christine. You were talking about Psalms, and uh, I've been like diving into the into a Psalm by Moses, and I didn't know Moses had a Psalm, yes. but Psalm ninety. Yep. It's been uh, been really just diving into that in the last couple of weeks, and basically, it just you know it, it it's a reminder that life is short. You know, and that uh, our time here is just but a but a whisper, right? And uh, it's just just really cool. But I don't want to cop out, so that's not my favorite. <laughs> and this this may sound like a cop out answer, and uh, I don't know if maybe you guys can relate to this a little bit. But my favorite my favorite chapter of the Bible is whatever I'm reading at that time. <laughs> and I know that kind of sounds like a cop out, but it, it but is. it but it is. And I, and I've told the guys this at men's <laughs> breakfast before. You know, uh, you know if we're studying, cause we've studied the book of John, we've studied the book of James. Um, a few years back, we went through the book of acts and it's like, whatever, whatever you're like, spending time in, that is kind of my favorite at, at that moment. So I know that kind of sounds like a little bit of a cop-out, but, um, so you don't <laughs> think that I'll, I'll say Psalm 90, cause that's where I've been, I've been uh, diving into the last few weeks. That's been really cool. All right change gears a little bit what is the funniest dream you've ever had or the worst dream you've ever had i don't know you can you think of anything funniest dream i don't know that's a hard one you guys yeah, have something? i can't think of a funniest dream yeah you have a worst dream? worst dream that i kind of have a little bit recurring <laughs> is like being at a bowling tournament and we usually have two bags of three balls each so six balls total and you know you have your bowling shoes and so i just i have this dream where it's like it's my turn to be up and for some reason i i don't have my shoes on and i can't find them or i can't find my bowling ball so like i can't bowl when it's my turn to go and so then you get zero like you get a certain amount of time to i don't know why i keep having this dream and i haven't had it in a little bit but That's it just funny. popped in my mind when y'all read that question that you know i have had that quite a few times over the years but it's like that is the worst feeling of like it's your turn to go and you only have a certain amount of time to go before you get zero and i just i can't find my stuff to go <laughs> isn't that weird how our brains work yeah Look, i i have a recurring dream i think i've shared this with you before i have this recurring dream that i'm i'm back in college and it's like it's time to graduate 
but I haven't been to my English class. I like been <laughs> like the whole semester. I haven't gone and I'm like trying to climb the hill. So I'm like picturing it's like in That's Tallahassee funny. and I'm like trying to climb the hill, but I can't find my English class. That's funny. Which none of that makes any sense. No. You take English as a freshman yeah. for one. And yeah. I, I aced my English yeah. class. Wow. But it's just so weird. And That's it's why your grammar is so much better. It's I didn't a, do well in English. I, my grammar is good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> But yeah, I, that's that's weird, Crystal. Yeah, I have that. Mm-hmm. It's just why do our brains do things like that? You ever you ever strange. had a dream where you're naked or standing like in your underwear in front of people? No. You ever had a dream where you're falling, <laughs> like you were falling? falling? Or no, I have never had that. I had one. When, I haven't had it since uh, probably I was a kid. But I used to have a nightmare all the time, especially when I was sick. Yeah, I was sick and I had a fever and I would yeah. go to sleep. I'd have this same nightmare. Yeah, and it was like a, a snowball, but yeah. it wasn't snow. It, yeah. But it was building like a snowball coming yeah. down a hill yeah. and running like chasing me down, kind of yeah. like Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. But I had the dream before Indiana Jones. Yeah, and so you guys have had dreams though where you it was like real, like you really thought you were there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One time I had a dream. I just remembered as we're saying that I thought it was really real. Like I was watching TV. She was on a plane, and I knew she was coming back. And they were showing a live live footage of this plane crashing into the water and it was the plane that she was on and it was real it was real and i woke up just like in a panic and i was like oh my gosh it felt so real so i remember that christine you got one i remember you telling me that yeah yeah um i just thought of it just now i can't remember any funny ones but i had one kind of similar to his um we were out running errands and I think he went inside of a bank and the bank was being held up and he got shot. And it was like so real because we run errands together and I was sitting in the car doing something or attending to one of the kids. And all of a sudden I heard these gunshots. I'm like, what is that? And then these people come running out of the bank and I run inside and I see him, um, dot. And as soon as I saw that, I woke up and I'm touching him to make sure he's still alive. But you know, it's one of those dreams where both of us have these things. I'm dead and she's dead. That's weird. I had a recurring dream about a plane crash too. And it it was very, very real. In fact, the, scare people but it was here in orlando so i'm driving down the b-line and i see the plane 747 coming in for a landing in orlando international yeah. it starts rolling just tumbling down the, it was real, the right it was very very real. Yeah, and i've had the weird. drink quite a few times yeah really very strange but yeah. don't get in a 747 no no there's not many 747s not, they're mostly Orlando cargo anyway. they're mostly yeah. cargo planes now <laughs> all right anyway enough of plane crashes <laughs> right right well, yeah no go ahead chris you got yeah, another one more, yeah he made me think of it as kind of it's kind of funny but kind of scary too where it feels real you know you have those dreams that you just think you know and you like wake up and you're like what the heck so dinosaurs mm. <laughs> so i have to say i love to watch all the <laughs> jurassic park <laughs> movies but i learned i don't know how many years ago now that i can't watch them that close to bedtime funny. because oh, no. sometimes i'll have a dream that i'm trying to run away from wow. the dinosaurs like they're chasing wow. me or i'm like you know That's- in one of the scenes like where they try to get you know try to eat the people and i wake up and you know your heart's racing because you've been like in your dream you've been running away and so yeah i've had to learn to like right before bed i gotta get something else in my mind like a game show very benign you know happy go lucky no no bad thoughts to put in my head to make me sleep bad (laughs) that's funny my wife loves the dinosaur movie that's funny i will i will come home from work and you know if i'm out showing houses late or something i'll come back and She'll be sitting on the couch watching dinosaur movies. That's funny. If they're on, she's watching. That's a and that's a good segue to my next question. Yeah. What is what it? is your favorite movie? Mm. Now I think the whole world knows Pete's already, but that's okay. We'll yeah. we'll talk about this real quick. Pete, what's your favorite movie? Well, we can't say it yet. Christine, what's your favorite movie? Why not? Because I want to see what she says. It's our movie. Oh, see, I they have the same favorite. Oh, movie. The same yeah. time. I had a feeling that was coming. Tell this us- this may be a quick question. Yeah. Tell us why though. It's the Notebook. Tell us why. Because it's an awesome love story, and we kind of can somewhat relate to it in a sense, yeah. Of some of the circumstances that happened in 
in the movie? I remember the first time we saw it, we were in St. George, Utah. And I remember the theater that we were in. And um, we went, and I remember we both cried. We were bawling. We were crying. We were like, 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 I see that. And, <laughs> and, and we both cried. But when we left there, we were kind of like numb a little bit because we looked at each other. So it was like, our story. We can relate to that story. Yeah. And, and I think that's why it connected so much. And, and then one of the things that Christine and I talk about all the time is that uh, we're going to grow old together. And that we're, and if we ever want to die, we want to die together. And we've been yep. saying that before the nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when that was on there, it just connected with us. And I think that's why out of our, we're going to snuggle into bed uh, together and just, just pass away. Yeah. Going to Jesus hands at the same time. Yeah. yeah. We've even, I mean, we've even talked about says, well, could we just like drive off into the cliff off the cliff? <laughs> Don't look yeah. 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 That's not fair to the grandkids. No, Don't not, do that. Don't we, do that. We have talked about it. All right. So we got both of your favorite movies. Crystal, what's your favorite movie? <laughs> um, I would say favorite is the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves version with Kevin Costner. Yeah, Men with tights. No, not, that not the Men with Tights. That's, that's a maybe it's yours, but that's just <laughs> you like know. the Men with Tights one? Really. <laughs> just loves to bring that up every time I say this movie. Well, there's but... so many Robin Hood movies. But that's yeah, the one that's with Kevin Costner. The one with Kevin Costner. Like when I was probably a teenager, I think it was early '90s when it came out. So, you know that kind of thing. But it just—I don't know—it just really connected. And so, you know, that one I love. And of course, I kind of have one kind of like your y'all's. I love all movies, so I could go on forever. But Titanic was Bob and I's first date. That was my next question. Yeah. So, so it, that just led into it. You know, <laughs> one of our favorites too. But so that has a special place in my heart as well. And then I wish we had a better first movie for our game. <laughs> Beetlejuice. Yeah, was, oh, yeah. My oh, first wow. date was April 22nd, 1988. Your first date? Uh-huh. Well, it's good. And, you guys, um, this is good because that we, was my next question. And we went good. to we went and saw Beetlejuice. That's Do you it. know the date of our first date, honey? January 5th. 1988 1998 <laughs> yeah oh. 98 19 yeah 1988 yeah, exactly. you would have been nine years old yeah so that's no good, good. <laughs> isn't that funny yeah how that's about that yeah. first dates check for us boys man why five man brother? it was beetlejuice huh that's it beetlejuice. 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 they're coming out with another they're coming out with another beetlejuice I didn't. Yeah. I have not heard that. It's the worst movie ever. Yeah. And there's so a musical biz- on it too. And they're so bizarre. I just heard they're doing a musical on the Notebook Is as it? well. Mm-hmm. Just read that. Well, you guys missed my favorite movie. No, we know your favorite movie. Oh, the truth. Fifteen <laughs> men. Fifteen men. Other than that one. Um. <laughs> we you know, know that one. Well, you know a movie that I ha- every time it's on, I have to watch. Like if I'm flipping through the channels and it's on, I have to stop uh, it, for love of the game. Oh, I love that. I yeah. love we love that. Speaking of, we cry. I cry in that yeah. movie. Of course, I cry in a few good men every time too. But uh, oh, mine is definitely the shower. Mm. And um, number, I have two more other places. One that it's more frequent. It's uh, on by the lake, mm. sitting at the dock by the bay, mm. or sitting on the dock on the lake, mm-hmm. and that's a great place for me to think. And then another one is riding in an airplane. Mm. So sitting on an airplane, usually in a window seat, staring out the window. Mm-hmm. I do my best thing. Mm-hmm. I kind of have three three places that, that work. Um, what was the movie he did with uh, the water? Water World. Yeah, that's the greatest. Worst movie of all time. Greatest movie he's ever done. That was awful. <laughs> awful movie. No. Awful. The love of the game. If and you're he, any kind of competitive I think it's his person, only bad movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah it definitely right, Chris. No, we would say well. we both love... Uh, for the love, for of, the love of the game, we've seen it many times, and and the Yankees lose, and it's still. <laughs> for me, the reason why I love I loved for the love of the game because when I used to pitch, I did the exact same. Clear so I would, the mechanism. The way that I did it, I didn't say clear the mechanism. Yeah. The way that I did it is I took a really deep breath, and I blew out really slow. And I'm telling you, I went zoom, and I was able to focus. I need to remember that next yeah. week when I'm bowling that yeah. tournament. Yes, whenever yes. I needed a strike. Seriously. So like three, two count bases are loaded yep. bottom of the ninth inning, you know, we're, we're up by one and I have to get this strike. I would just like, and I would just clear the mechanism. So cool. So I was able to relate. What a great, just movie. for that. And there's a love story in it too. Say, this so. movie around it's pretty good too. Yeah. So that's obviously you got to have all of that. Great. Together, great. So. Well, thanks for asking. See, yeah. See. I, that popped right into my head too. That was good. So good. yes, we're go. Go- we're, we're going to his story over here um, because he played ball. I thought he was going to be famous. 
That's yes, why she made me. She's Mac Daddy Pete Robertson, yes. host of the Riot Podcast. You don't get any more famous than that. Famous. But anyway, um, come on, we're on the air. Gosh, I don't know if I should. <laughs> no dead air. Now she's second guessing. He was handsome. He still is handsome, but he was hot and sexy on that mound, man. He really liked being uniform. Put it that way. Yeah. It's those baseball pants. When he turns the I, hat backwards. I think it was the go. cup that I wore. Oh, what? my. He had to go. And we digress. Okay, let's clean the show back up. Here's the next question for you. This listener right now is cracking up loud. They probably are. They probably are. All right, so let me change the subject a little bit. Quick. Clean up the show quickly. What is, where is your favorite place to sit in a church service? Bob, why? I know where Bob's is in the front. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I'll go first. Yeah, mine's the front row. And you know why? Yeah. There's a reason why. Well, there's well, there's two reasons. I know why. But I'm here's the main sure. reason. Yeah. No distractions. Yep. Yes. That's why. Yep. I, I, don't, I don't have people in front of me. I'm not influenced by yep. what they're doing. I can just worship. Yep. That's why I like sitting in the front yep. row. What about you, Chris? Which Chris? <laughs> right? I got two Chris's yeah, here. Chris. Well, I was going to say in a chair because, you know, <laughs> where do you like to sit? In a chair. In a pew. Um, in the chair for 1000 alex i i i'm like bob i don't like to sit in the back because i could see people walking i could see the distractions more towards the front um has to be an aisle and close to the action yeah (laughs) yeah in the splash zone no not in the splash zone (laughs) (laughs) not that close (laughs) one spit flying front rows what about you chris Crystal. Crystal. Okay. I like being in the production booth because I like being behind the computer doing the slides and just being able to see all the technical pieces. Cause otherwise, if if I'm out in the crowd and, and seeing something doesn't go right, then I'm like trying to turn around and see what's going on. So that's where I'm in, and that's where I've been mostly the last, I don't know, four or five years I've been serving. So it's been pretty cool. Yeah, mine's in the back. I just want to be able to see what's going on. It's like the bouncer. Yeah. You like to see all all the action. I'm the type of guy, if anything, because I just know how church goes. If anything goes down, I'm going to be the one that's going to. I'm in the front. I can't do that. So you're packing Sunday morning? No, but I mean, if anything's going down. Yeah, he's got two. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing the gun show. I've just always been like that. Yeah. All right. All right. What do you guys, you guys have any questions? Yeah. You guys have well, any I, questions? Well, I kind of dive through some more of these, but uh, I'd like to hear if you guys have any questions. Go for it. Make it be more personal too. Like, you know, oh, what's, I don't know. I don't want to give you, I don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah. Any questions? No, no quiet time. Mm, I know. I'm like trying to think of a good one. I mean, this one is pretty quick for us, but I'm curious to see what y'all's answer is, hmm. is when did you start listing down the names or talking about the names that you will give your children? Good. We could tell you how we came up with it. How we came up with Austin is <laughs> my mom was an avid days of our lives fan. And so she would watch days of our lives. And one of the characters on that was Austin. And uh, we love that name. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Hey, let's call him Austin. So that's how we came up with Austin. The first name you thought of, though. No, I thought that's where he was concerned. So the first name I came up with was uh, Nolan or Maverick, and she says there's never going to happen to Maverick. And then she, and then she, then I said because I wanted to be different. So we're going to say Maverick because it can be completely different. And then the next one was Nolan Ryan. She's like, oh, I like that one. My brother's named Nolan, but he spells it differently because it's named after my grandfather. So that, N-O-L-O-N. that was the second one. And then, <laughs> then we both agreed upon Austin because nice. of days of our life. It yeah. is cute, I guess. Yeah. So, and then what about Brie? Um, Cause we like the cheese. No. Oh. <laughs> oh my. It sounds like a princess to me. And I just love the name. It's a Brianna. And then, um, we looked it up and we said it was cheese. <laughs> we so, didn't want to spell it like the Brie cheese. So we call her oh. cheese. So yeah. Secrets out. Secrets out. Right. Uh, yeah. And then our third faith was I was done after my second child. And um, the Lord told us, both of us. Different at, times. Different times um, that you're to have another child by faith. And I 
came to him and he came to me and he says, I think we're supposed to have another baby. I'm like, I think so too. <laughs> so by what, faith. What was our fourth child's name? Do you remember? Um, died? I don't. You don't remember? No. We had a name, I thought. Remember? Yeah. All right. What about you guys? Now you're not going to share the no, we don't child's don't name. <laughs> I don't oh, I thought you remembered something she didn't. No, okay. Anyway. Um, well, I don't know if, if Bob remembers, you know, how early on we started talking, but we only came up with the girl's name. Turns out that's all we needed, but <laughs> I could never come up with a, a boy's name that I liked. And so just, I don't remember how early on we started talking about it, but we just always liked the name Samantha. We liked the fact that she could, sh you know, shorten it to Sam or Sammy or whatever, you know, nickname wise she could do. Cause one of my things, I don't really have nicknames as Crystal. I don't know why, but Anyway, so that was just one of the things there. And we just both liked it. And then it took us a while to have her. So we came up with Faith as her middle name. So Samantha Faith. So I don't know what you remember about it, Bob. Yeah, I don't know exactly when, but it was funny because one of the guys I worked with when we got, we, we were pregnant. And like Crystal said, it took us a long time to get pregnant, like eight years. And uh, one of the guys that I worked with was Mike, my, my, my mentor for a while um we're getting ready to have the baby and you know I, I don't know we weren't telling people the name or something like that mm -hmm. and jim go his name is jim zabahazy and he's yeah. like he, he's like uh, i go well we're not telling you know we're not telling anybody what the name is right now he goes i already know the name i go what do you mean you know the name he goes when we first met i was in he was interviewing me he yeah. goes you you told me i don't we had a discussion at dinner one night you told me you were going to name your daughter samantha faith i'm like what? I don't remember. Oh. I do not remember that conversation. Wow. So it was like eight or 10 years earlier. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I don't remember that. That's apparently uh, that, that, that her name was, her name had been written down a long time. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah. Awesome. Gives me chills just thinking about that so, again. So I like this question. That's yep. cool. Go. So based off of what gave you the impression that, that Crystal or Bob was the one? What, how did you know? When did you know? When did I? Yeah. Um, that's good. I would say we were probably dating for a few months. Yeah. Um, some of the, I mean, the things that were just really attracted me to her, first of all, she had a great butt, yeah. a really nice butt. That's what she, it, that's it what still she does. It still does. Hey, listen, truthfully, I'm us, not, guys, I'm honest, you know? us guys are attracted to the physical <laughs> side of things really quick. If that was not the case, then that's right. Yeah. There would have been no attraction, right? Guys so, are visual. That's right. Yeah. Smoking hot wife. Yeah. And then uh, honestly, her, her loyalty um, and her innocence. And there's just so many things. And, and we love the same things. So yeah. like we both love to travel. Yeah. We both loved bowling. In fact, that's how we met. We both bowled for Florida State mm. at the time. Um, I was a I was a freshman. She was a sophomore. So yeah, she's older than I am. <laughs> Not really, but <laughs> <laughs> I was a thirty year old freshman. So she was she was just a baby. But uh, yeah, it took me a little a while a while to pull her away from all the eighteen nineteen year old guys and and uh, when are uh, the, re that long? the rest is history. Yeah, so tell us what you thought about him. How, how did you know with him? When did that happen? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of. You liked it because he was older, right? I mean, not because he was older, oh. but yeah, I mean, it was a little interesting. He's 12 years older than me, and so I was 18 when I met him. Um, He's robbing the cradle. <laughs> and so, no, I mean, we first met on the bowling. He tried out, and you know, the the guys team and the girls team. We traveled together to tournaments, um, and so you know, we, we got to know each other a little bit that way. Um, and then, yeah, I, I actually, I agree that about the loyalty part was a big thing. So once we, it was kind of funny. So the guy that ends up being our best man at our wedding, he's the one that, that I feel like sort of got us together because over Christmas break, we have these two bowling tournaments up in New Jersey. And so I needed a ride up there and Bob and his friend Chris were from West Palm Beach. And so they were driving up from there and I was going to be in Virginia with my family for Christmas. And so I was like, hey, can I get a ride from Virginia to the tournaments and then back to school? And so um, they agreed. And so I tell my parents and you can imagine. So here I am, an 18 year old girl. And I'm like, oh, yeah, these two guys are going to come pick me up in Richmond 
and which is an hour east so they don't have to go out of their way and take me to the bowling tournaments and then go home and so they're like what you know who are these guys and so anyway it there's lots of fun stories along the way but basically I rode with both of them up to the tournament and then we rode all the way back I actually went to West Palm with Bob and stayed you know at his parents house at his dad's house in a guest room and and yeah it just kind of went on from there so when we got back from to Tallahassee from West Palm, that's when I was like, Hey, I want to thank you for driving me. You know, can I take you out to the movie? So that's what ended up being our first date ah. uh, was when we got back to Tallahassee, we saw Titanic. Ah. And so yeah, we're in West Palm, like new year's and we're not, yeah. we're not even, we're not dating or anything. Yeah. We're just, no. I'm, I'm just the, the just Uber, the nice I'm the Uber driver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Able to give me a ride. So I don't have to pay a, you know, a big yeah. chunk for plane ticket or something like that plus we had bowling balls and luggage and all that so Mm. yeah and so that's kind of what started it and then after that just as we were dating you know his loyalty his care his you know just um he became your definitely tell he's a gentleman you know it wasn't like anything like that so yeah it just he he became my best friend and then the rest is history well he became your jack basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's, Titanic. he's not gonna die no I, Great, I get him. the freeze wonderful he's got to live to 100 i was like you're, you're 12 years older than me you gotta live to your 100 so we have a long long life together like growing old like you were talking about earlier like you know for us old. for us it's different for me <laughs> yeah. i knew but for her i really want to know this answer actually i don't think i know this so when did you know that i was the one That's I, quiet. Was, I know <laughs> well so we dated uh, on and off through high school. Um, long story short, I ended up in a different state. And um, that's where I think I grew closest to the Lord because I want to say I was self-dependent, but I had to rely more so on Christ during that time. Not that I don't now, but um, I was alone. I was by myself. Um, I was 17 and had to take care of myself, um, provide for myself and, and all that. And, um, just thinking about the relationship that Pete and I had and thinking he, he's the one who brought me to Christ. He's the one who always encouraged and always, he was always there and I was alone. And even though, um, I had a relationship with Christ, I just, I missed that other portion. And it was then, I think, um, my senior year later in the senior year, um, that I realized, you know, you, you're the one mm. I don't, I don't want to be with anyone else. I don't want to be with someone who's of the world. And I, I, I've seen it. I've seen it. What it could do to people. And, and that's what drew that's cool very nice how about you pete um so she um she was on uh, her brother was on my baseball team and i remember pitching one day and i saw him go talk to his mom and he came back in the dugout and i said hey who's that girl and uh he's awesome my sister i was like your sister and then at the end of the game i said hey can i spend a night tonight and so he (laughs) says yeah he spent a night he invited himself and so you gotta remember i'm 12 years old right now so i'm 12 years old and so i went over to her house and i spent the night and i and she wasn't down the whole night she was up and finally she came downstairs to get water and i was like hey come over here and i patted my my next to me on the couch i said come sit next to me and i talked to her and i looked at her says hey i'm gonna marry you and i knew it right then wow at 12 Wow. I thought he was crazy. He clearly was. She said, she said no to me a thousand times as you're out of your mind. Yeah. But then when she started realizing like, whoa, this guy's as like, he's serious. He's not playing. Well, he might be famous. (laughs) And here you are. That's right. Uh, All right. This one's a little, a little lower key. We got time for a few more. Yeah. Um, Do you prefer summer or winter? Beach or mountains? Mm, that's a good. Any thoughts? I, I, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Is I prefer winter, being that we've been in Florida for the last almost ten <laughs> years. <laughs> I miss winter. Mm-hmm. I miss cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you, Christine. Yeah. It is better. I like winter. I like 
getting to go feel the fall temperatures and then the winter temperatures in Virginia or like when we went to Alaska in the beginning of June, even the beginning of June was nice nice to be able to wear long sleeves and pants and sweatshirts. Like, yeah, especially after the last uh, week or so before this was, uh, I mean, it's been upper nineties every single day. That's what happens here in Orlando, but we, uh, our air went out (laughs) and it makes you appreciate it so much more once it goes out and you get it back and you're like, "Ah." I think you have to, the level of cold, I mean, winter and Upper True. upper no. United States cannot be. No, I yeah. wouldn't do snow. Yeah. It would have to be, you know, 70, 60 degrees. Only for a visit. Yeah. Yes. I want to yeah, see yeah. snow. I don't want to yes. live in snow for no. months at a time. And then summer is good without the humidity. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. the other thing. It's the humidity is what, you know, yep. that's what stinks. So, California summers are wonderful. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's hard. I don't know. I can't say it. I love the, I love the mountains. I mean, I'm, amazing just breathing in that fresh air and yep the cool i love it air and i love it first thing in the morning i love it Uh but i absolutely love the beach yep i was gonna say both as well it depends so it depends so i'm gonna cheat my answer is fall in the mountains love the color changing i love i love sitting around a fire at night um, waking awesome. up in the morning and having a cup of coffee awesome. and steam just coming off the coffee because yeah. it's that's you know awesome. it's got that crisp morning air yeah that's awesome uh, that's awesome yeah i could say yes to both yep but staying but, in a beach house right on the beach yeah that, to just that's walk amazing out to the too beach and yeah. hear the ocean sound yeah. for real <laughs> yeah. we actually use a noise machine when we sleep of the ocean sound so it's nice to hear the real thing <laughs> so what i'm so, hearing is we don't like summers in orlando right because <laughs> it's 98 degrees no. with 80 yeah. percent humidity oh no, it is not fun what are we thinking <laughs> yeah. man know. if i only knew someone that could buy or sell houses we yeah. could move <laughs> all right here's here's a little more serious one what habit do you currently have or had in the past that you would not want your children Ooh. or child to emulate that's great and i'll even go first all right so i have i have two things that i would not want sammy to emulate um anger so sometimes i get angry a little bit too easily and i would not want her to i i I, if i could stop the family tree right now i would do that and then the second one which thank god i don't think she deals with um and i pray she never does is self-doubt so those are kind of my two Mm. anybody else Mm. i mean i can think of something it would be um I don't know. I mean, that's hardly another one. That's hard. Um, I I don't like the controlling aspect. I don't do it now, but when I raised them at the beginning, I was very dominant. Um, and I still have a level of it, but I don't know. I would never want them to be like that. Any any time to take control over anything or something. I don't know. Did you think? I guess this would be a great question to ask our kids. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Bring yeah. them in. Yeah, I, no kidding. I would say from past um bitterness because mm. mm. i've had that and i've been there and mm. it wasn't a fun place and mm. and it's not healthy and um just because of circumstances i just pray that that doesn't happen in their hearts not not a good thing good mm. yeah i guess kind of along the same lines as judgmentalness you know i can definitely find myself falling into that like oh what they're doing that. Why are they doing that? You know, what are they thinking? You know, just kind of being putting that judge hat on when, you know, we cannot judge anybody. God is the judge. And so I just, I have to remind myself is like, nope, everybody is loved by God. And, you know, we don't know what kind of circumstance they're going through or what's going on. I know I fall into bad habits sometimes too, when you're just overstressed or stretched and, so just hopefully that she doesn't fall into just defaulting to that sometimes. So good. All right. Here's a fun one for you. We all like to travel, right? Tell me what is your number one place? If you could only go on one vacation in the next 10 years, where would you go? That you haven't been to already? No, nope, no, nope, no limits. And you can go anywhere you want on this planet. Goodness. You can't go visit aliens. <laughs> you gotta you gotta stay on this planet uh, although the moon was beautiful last night so it was hmm. yeah i don't know if i have one i, I mean, mean italy italy yeah i don't know if it I just felt know. like home to me yeah. yeah um i don't know it's hard to say 
Yeah. I mean, I've, I was just looking at the other day. I've been on six of the seven continents and I've traveled. You got one to go. I've traveled. The only thing I haven't been on is Antarctica, right? But we're going to do that. We're going to actually go to the Antarctica. Oh, she might have one. Banff. Yeah, up in Canada. Banff. That, that's that's one of my top two. Mm-hmm. If I if I had two, that, that's Banff that's my other one. She just named both of mine that were on my list. What was the other one? Banff. It's oh, in Switzerland. No, Switzerland. that was the second one. Yep. Yeah. So Canadian Rockies or or mountains. They're mountains. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> both of those are beautiful. What about you, Chris? So that's a hard question. I don't like so, having, yeah. having <laughs> like only one. Like I want to go to Italy someday, but I haven't been there yet. So I'm trying to think like. I mean, Alaska was amazing. Like I said, I definitely want to try it without doing a cruise. Like, I think that would be even more fun. Cause I mean, I, I really enjoyed going to Yellowstone, you know, with Sammy a few years back where we got to stay inside the park and see all the animals. And so yeah, that's, I think I would say that is maybe Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a name or something that comes up that makes you back up? You just minute you hear it, you start yeah. laughing. Mac Daddy. Yeah, it makes me laugh <laughs> every every time. It makes me laugh every time. <laughs> I remember that. That was hilarious. That was like a guy who came out and says, "Where are you from?" Pakistan. I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm from Pakistan." Pakistan. Yeah. Okay. Every time he said it, just the way he no, said he just, it. I always think of. We, I I'll tell you the story. We went to a um, a movie with my 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 sister. I would call her. Um, and uh, this is a long time ago when Meet the Fockers came out. And, uh, is, that the, is that the first one? Uh-huh. Yes. The original? Yeah. And we went to the movie. I had no idea what it was about. I don't remember. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I, they were going, so we went. Anyway, I remember I laughed so hard in that movie <laughs> that I felt like my ribs were going to break. <laughs> and we, and after, the, after we got out of the movie, we were laughing so hard all the way home. And I don't know, every time I hear Meet the Fockers, it just makes Meet me crack up laughing. <laughs> It's is that the one way he milks the cat? I don't remember. I don't know. It was like he was. <laughs> yeah, it might have been that one. Yeah, it's just so it's hilarious. Stupid. It's so stupid, but funny. Yeah, it's very funny. Okay. All right, that was funny. That right, was anything a, else? Anybody else? What about you? Any other questions? What funny movies I like that? Think of a name that made me laugh. Oh, just a name? No, or anything. Just Mac Daddy. That makes me laugh. Vacation, or where you want to visit? Oh, we already asked that. We already said it. I don't have any. Bob didn't answer. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Both you, gave, you gave both my answers. Switzerland and, and the yeah, you did. And the Colorado Rockies. I don't have. Thing, I, I, mean, the Canadian Rockies. I don't really have one. Yeah, yeah cop out. Cop yeah. out. Yeah. All right. Well, here maybe this will help our listeners out. Hmm. What are the most interesting lessons that that experiences have taught you? Hmm. I love that one. Huh. Well, I'll give you an answer while you guys are thinking because right. I, I wrote one down. All right. When you want to quit the most, or when you feel like you're ready to quit the most, you are the closest. Hmm. Found that over and over and over again. I mean, it's the closer you get to the goal or to success, the harder it gets. It's like that's when everything comes against you to make you want to quit. Hmm. So don't give up is my lesson. <laughs> don't give up. Yeah, I just, I guess for mine would be every circumstance is an opportunity to bring glory to God. Amen. And, and I guess that. You know, we can face a lot of circumstances and I have two choices. I can go to my hangup or I can surrender to the Lord and bring him glory. And, you know, that habits of life teaches us that there's always an out and it's usually to bring us comfort, you know. Um, and I've learned that it's not about the comfort. It's about how are we seeing God's eyes. Every circumstance, you bring glory to God. Yeah. Thoughts? Did you not hear me? Nope. Oh. <laughs> you cut out. Oh, did I? No, we got it in there. All right, girls, anything? Chris, Crystal, Crystal, Chris, Chris, and Chris, Chris, Chris. I got one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I have learned that you are your child's best advocate, and to trust your instincts with that. So you know, I know Bob's probably talked about it a little bit over certain episodes, but you know, we went through a lot of just stuff with Sammy, um, a couple birth defects and lots of hospital time and surgeries and all that. And so it was the first time I'd ever experienced anything like that. And so going into the NICU every day for 90 days and listening to these experts, you know, talk to you about your child and what they think, you know, you know, at first it was like, 
okay, these are the doctors. These are the ones that, you know, know about this stuff a lot more than me. And, you know, you kind of put them up on a pedestal, but as, as the process went on and the experience went on with that, I learned that even though, yes, they are doctors and they've learned a lot and they've, you know, put lots of time and, um, had lots of experience with it. So they have lots of knowledge to bring, she's still only my child. Like she's not their child. And so God gives you certain instincts and you're, even though I was a new mother, mother for the first time, like, you know, it's still, there's just something different about, you knowing your child. And, and I think that, I mean, and let me just say, like, I think that even transcends to, even if you haven't given birth to your child, like if you adopted or foster, you know, like you're the one that cares the most about that child in this world. And so I just, I learned through that, that even though that they're telling me one thing, if I have a feeling that now I know is, is the Holy spirit or, you know, God helping me out with saying like, no, I think we should do it another way. Or, Hey, can you make sure you do this for my child? Like just being that advocate for your child, it's, it's okay to speak up and it's, it's actually what you need to be doing. And and so just, I, I learned so much through that experience of, not trying, not doubting yourself mm. and what, you know, and, and the thoughts and the, the gut, you know, that is really, it's the Holy spirit and God telling you what you need to do. That's best for that child, um, is, oh, is so important. So really good I just word. wanted to, yeah, Amen. Good job. that's, that's what I thought of when I, when I read this question, yeah. Christine, anything, uh, None? <laughs> well, through the circumstances that we've been through, it's um, even though we think we're in control, we're not. Mm. And God is always in control, um, despite whatever's happening in our lives. And when we relinquish that control, um, life is so much better. Mm. Um, it's so much more free. Um, it's peaceful, mm-hmm. um, less doubtful and more accurate, more positive, And I can stand firm on it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So good having the ladies. On yeah, the show. Pete, we've got to do this mm. more often. It's In fact, awesome. we should just let them do the show. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's what awesome. a blessing it is to have these yeah. ladies here. Well, I, I know we're about out of time, Pete. Let's, Why don't you just, uh, let's just actually let's finish. You got one. another one. Yeah. Well, let's finish with this one. So what is God asking for us to do? personally in regards to our marriage oh i'd like that one this is my, my answer is real simple go for it, it elevate crystal mm. elevate my wife um put her needs above my needs mm. put her desires above my desires mm. and uh, just love her i there's you know there's lots of things there's lots of responsibilities on me um with my you know with my job and and other things that i do in with ministry and and all these other things but there's always somebody else that could do those things. Mm. I'm the only one that can be Crystal's husband. And I, I need to do that to the best of my ability with God's help. Um, and big, the biggest parts of that are just elevate her and help point her uh, to Jesus yeah. all the time. I mean, it's, it's my responsibility that, uh, you know, if, if, if her walk is, is uh, not strong, that's on me. Mm. That's not on her. Love it. Yeah, it's, I'm reminded constantly that, um, as the Bible tells us, is that we are to offer our wives holy and blameless before the Lord. And and so what God constantly keeps reminding me to do is um, I need to remove obstacles that are hindering her from being close to Jesus. Mm. And so whatever I have to do to help do that. And so we've, we've I've shared this with you guys, we've just been overwhelmed, busy. And um, I've I've made a lot of decisions to just not do a lot of things. And, and the reason why I did those, because I value and I love my wife. And the last thing that I would want for her to be is overwhelmed and, and to be in a position so that she is, you know, not able to worship, not able to have that. And so it's, it's, it's a constant reminder for me to um, be mindful of that and just, just really look for those. And it's, you know, one of the things, we've done a long time ago is, and it's been just amazing blessing is that we do our Bible devotion time every single day together. And so we adjusted our schedules to make sure that we are reading the Bible. We read through the Bible in a year, every, every pray consistently with each other. Um, and we're constantly meditating on the word together. 
And uh, that's really, 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 really helped us. And then at the same time, I'm always doing whatever I can to help her have that quiet time. And so whatever I have to do, so she's able to be still in God's presence. And uh, so if I have to take the weight or do anything in that way, I'm always constant. That, that would be ours. You girls, Crystal, Chris, 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 Crystal. <laughs> Just say Chris and we'll both go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. So mine was, is that I want to support my husband. I want to be his helper, as it says in the Bible, be, you know, the woman was the helper to bring along. So that's, that's just kind of what I've been hearing lately and trying to do is to be, to be the best helper I can be to Bob and support him. Good. Christine. It's to have the honor and respect that is due unto you. Um, being the head of the household, being the leader, um, Sometimes I don't always do what you want me to do. Sorry. <laughs> I'm stubborn. Um, but it's it's learning to adhere to what Christ is asking me to be as your wife, um, as the second in the house is to um respect your word, respect your decisions, and not always question and try to figure them out on my own mind, but being as one in Christ and to fulfill the things that need to be fulfilled, um, with a joyful heart and a contrite spirit mm. and my selfishness, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I think doesn't one, allow me it's to so do that all the time. One of the things I've learned is the more that I'm serving her and sacrificing myself, the more that she naturally is, um, we're in sync. And sometimes when she's out of sync, I, I know it's because I'm not doing what I need to be. And, you know, it's like marriage counseling is there's no such thing as marriage counseling that do not involve the wife. You just involve the husband. It's the husband. So if we get the husband to do what he needs to be, we saw that movie, uh, Fireproof, right? Yeah. Remember Kirk Cameron and he focused on da da da. da. That's where it starts. If the husband does, what he needs to be doing it. God has made the wife to naturally fall in sync with us. That's where the one comes from. And, and so it's, that's really the case. Once the husband's right, I'm telling you, eventually what will end up happening is, is that unless, you know, obviously there's, if there's gross sin in the wife or something that's taken place and obviously anyway, all right. With all that said, you know, what an awesome show. We're just excited that we get to do this together. Um, it just goes by so fast. Um, you know, anybody that's listening, you know, our heart's desire is, um, is that we together are one in Christ. And, and we, we just did this show is that we just wanted to talk about just things personally and just kind of share our heart. And so you guys got to hear a little bit of inside scoop in, into our, in our lives. And, and, but I pray that you heard, you know, our heart and our heart is that we love each other immensely. Um, we care for each other, and uh, our desire is that um, God is glorified in our marriage. And I pray that uh, if you're listening to this, that, that is your desire. And if uh, you know you're going through troubles or you're going through problems or anything else, we kind of give you kind of the lesson there, guys. Listen up, get on your knees, you know, repent of your sins, and and really just focus in on uh, walking intimately and close with the Lord. And and if you can do that, if you can. Just allow the Lord to transform you by the renewing of your mind. Um, there can you can find freedom in the marriage. You can find peace. You can find joy in your marriage. And there's a reason why God brought you together from the beginning. There's a reason why uh, you fell in love. And and you need to go back there. You need to find that. And and I remember when I first saw my wife, I was just madly in love with her immediately. And 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 date your wife and spend time with your wife and listen to your wife and. And uh, you don't dominate your wife. You know, again, Bob, you said it best to elevate her above yourself. And, and I think that is the, the key uh, really in all of this. That we decrease. And as we decrease and Christ increases in us, then we will then imitate that of Christ. And that is to love and to sacrifice. And so uh, we're not perfect. We all fall short and, uh, and so on. But Lord, I think the, the, the onus is on us men and, and to live holy and to live righteously. So that's our, our, our message to everybody. But if you, if any of you are listening here today and you have not given your life to the Lord, we would 
it would be uh, uh, foolish of us not to give you that opportunity. And so if you're listening to this and, um, you know, something inside of you just triggered just whatever we said or something that we said that is telling you that you need to uh, just surrender your life today, that you're saying, how do I get saved? How do I have a relationship? Or how do I even, you know, if I'm a man, how do I do that? And, if, you know, you know, be the man that I need to be, or if I'm a wife, how do I love my husband the way that God wants me to love? And I just don't have that relationship with God. Well, you could do that. And you just, in your heart right now, you could just bow your eyes and the heart and close your eyes and just say, God, just, I pray that you would forgive me of my sins and that you would just come into my, my heart and be my Lord and personal savior and, and just confess to him and say, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ. I believe that you died on the cross and you rose again on the third day. And, and I believe that your word is true and I accept it into my life. And I, and I choose today to live for you the rest of my life. And, uh, and the Bible says, if you did that, every, every angel in heaven is rejoicing. They're having a party right now. Uh, and then the next thing it tells us is to, is to go confess it. The Bible says, if you confess me before man, I too will confess you before my father in heaven. If you deny me before man, I too will deny you before my father in heaven. And God wants us to share our faith with others. He wants us to tell others about what we did. And we would love to hear from you. And so, Bob, how could they, how could they get a hold of us? And, and uh, we love to get connected with them. Yeah, that's a great Great point there, Pete. And if you made that decision to follow Christ today, we would love it if you jump onto the website, check out the No God tab. There's tons of resources there for you. And if you scroll down to the bottom of the page, there's a way to just reach out and connect with us. And uh, on the at, Riot Podcast. On the Riot Podcast. <laughs> and uh, we would just love to hear from you. We'd love to help you out. I'd love to answer any questions that you may have. And for the rest of you, don't forget about the Footsteps of Moses tour. It's going to be an epic trip. You want to join us on that trip in June of 2024. Um, deadline to sign up is fastly, fastly. Is that a word? Yeah, it's I like quickly. It. I think it's quickly. Uh, yeah, okay see, there, I'm having that nightmare again. <laughs> it's quickly approaching. So please, uh, it, uh, by the end of September of 2023, we need to we need to know who's going. So. Um, what else? How, how do they find this information? Wait, wait, I have a note. It says Riot Podcast, but it's theriotpodcast.com. Hit the banner for further information and to sign up. That's from our executive producer and <laughs> yes, tonight's co-host. So how cool is that? Well, thank you, ladies, for being on. We're so blessed. We're yes. so grateful. Yes, so us. nice. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. You made this room a lot more beautiful. I was just thinking <laughs> this is the best. This is the best looking show we've had in a long, long time. All right, guys, be, have an amazing week of worship. Be blessed. Bye. Bye. This has been the Riot Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please feel free to leave a comment and share it with your friends. See you back here next week for another episode of The Riot Podcast.